So, I think it's time that I formally introduced you to an old friend of mine. One of the kindest women you'll ever meet, and one of the only other SOSS operatives I have ever met. Introducing Laurel. It sounds kind of strange with just the first name. Well, I didn't know if you wanted me to use your full name. This is just for friends and family, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I've met your friends and family. How... (laughs) All right, then. Introducing Laurel Hanover. Is that better? Much. All right. Well, I'm having you here to discuss your experiences working for the SOSS. I've already talked a bit about mine, but I think your input would be awesome, especially about werewolves. Oh, you want to talk about werewolves? Well, sure, that's a good place to start. Well, what do you want to know? Well, what's a meeting with a werewolf Sometimes like? some werewolves just need to see month? us when they transform, so that we can take them to the proper facilities. Others need to see us a lot more often than that. For what? Well, newer werewolves usually need to talk about the changes they might be going through. We provide counseling sessions on the heightened senses of smell and hearing, and, of course, the shift itself. Can you talk about what the shift is like? How you know what the shift is like. I know, but I want these tapes to be informative. How? I don't know I'm if... fine, Laurel. You can talk about it. Okay. Well, from what I've heard, it's very painful. One werewolf described it by saying that he felt like a water balloon while shifting. Like his insides were cracking and swimming and trying so hard to escape his body that they were almost like water. But that his skin held it all in there, stretching around like a balloon until the whole thing froze solid. How? How? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. What was that? Oh, shoot. My mug fell off the table. I spilled my coffee. Do you need help cleaning it up? No thanks, Laurel. I don't want you stepping on any of the shards. How did that happen? Neither of us were moving. I don't know. The mug was near the edge of the table. (laughs) So you think it decided to jump? Things don't just fall because they're near an edge. Something has to push them. What are you saying? I'm not sure. I'm saying it's strange. Maybe it's a haunted mug. Maybe. Hold on. I gotta throw this away. Don't go anywhere. I will. I'll go far, far away. So, now that we've covered how the shift feels, do you want to talk about where the shift takes place? Well, I can't say the exact locations, but basically every state has one to three of these large buildings made to look like inconspicuous in the middle of nowhere. You know, like those churches you see on road trips that are miles away from any sort of city or town. Nobody stops to ask, who the hell goes to this church? They just remark on how pretty it is and keep driving. Those buildings are usually the ones that have giant underground facilities made to simulate real ecosystems, like forests where groups of werewolves can shift together and travel in packs. I've only ever been to one of those forests once. When? In my initiation. They gave me a tour of the facility. They said I would most likely never have to use it, but that it was a part of the tour, so I might as well see it. I love those forests. They almost seem more real than normal forests. No beer cans on the ground, no sounds of the highway that's a mile away. They're just so peaceful. From what I remember, they're pretty great. Sometimes I wish I was a werewolf so I could feel what it's like to just run through those woods not caring about what people thought. But also, shifting sounds like it seriously sucks. So maybe I don't want to be a werewolf. I'm glad you're not a werewolf. Why? Because it's nice to have another human to talk to about stuff like this. All my friends are supernaturals except you and my old work friends. Who don't count. Exactly. I'm glad you're human, too. 
Not that there's anything wrong with having supernatural friends. <laughs> no, no. It's just nice to have a check in with reality sometimes. I swear I feel like I'm going crazy half the time that I'm working. I know. The other day I had an entire conversation about fetishes on the phone with a vampire blood donor. <laughs> Let me guess. They had a thing for biting? Among other things. Other things that I really didn't need or want to hear about. Gross. Very. Well, the other day, I had a teenage werewolf tell me that being a werewolf was like being on drugs because everything is ten times more awesome. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that kid had never seen non-prescription drugs in his life. <laughs> I guess I'm a little bit lucky all of my supernaturals are older than me by at least a decade. Okay, okay. Is there anything else you want to know about werewolves? Yes, yes. Sorry for getting off track. It's no problem. We both did. Well, I'm curious. What do you do with baby werewolves? Baby werewolves? Yeah, I mean, I know they come in all shapes and sizes, so I want to know how the society handles kids. Well, I don't usually handle the pups. We have specialists for them. But I can tell you that they have smaller enclosures at the facilities for the pups. At first, they're kept apart so that they won't fight. Nobody wants a pup hurt. But as they grow into adolescence, we start to put them together gradually to introduce new factors to their environments. Pups? Yes, that's what we call them at the facilities. We thought it was cute. I hate that. Shut up, Mr. Devil Horns on my name tag. <laughs> you got me there. Okay, so one more thing. Yep. Let's talk about how the SOSS locates their werewolves. Right. Well, as you all know, this is a government organization, so we have access to things like police reports and filed accidents. So what we do is we search for any bear or wolf attacks that people survived. Pretty much anything that sounds like a big scary monster came out to attack. Then we interview the survivors and their family members to see what's up. And to make sure nothing is out of order. Most cases are duds, but every once in a while we strike silver. Do you mean you strike gold? <laughs> no, I meant silver. <laughs> Laurel, you're better than that. Oh, but I'm so not... You're making a pun about the thing that kills the people that you have sworn to protect. That is low, Miss Hanover. Low. Thank you. Thank you. All right, this session is officially over. Well, wait. Can I ask you questions about demons? I mean, of course, but we don't have to record it. I've got a demon who agreed to interviewing. You did? Damn. Yep. How? Well, he can apparently tell the future, so he's not worried about the interviews getting out. So, does that mean they won't? Not necessarily. It just means that he'll be safe. That's vague as hell. I know. Why can't divine knowledge ever just be straightforward? We may never know. <laughs> Alright. I'm gonna turn this off now. Stay safe out there. Good night. Strange.